0: You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. we we'll are join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert.
1: We're getting ready to uh, celebrate Valentine's Day. And uh, I prayed and asked the Lord to give me direction today, uh, something that would help uh, each one of us no matter what season in life uh, that we are in. So uh, the title of the message is Spiritual Union. Um, this morning, you know, Valentine's uh, uh, Day, we, we celebrate and we, we give a gift, we take our spouse out to dinner, we, we get a card, we write our heart in that card, and maybe some of you are not in that uh, season yet. Maybe uh, uh, you've buried a spouse. Um, so I, I pray that uh, this would be meaningful uh, for everyone. There's something that we can learn. Um, you, you don't know, maybe you've been married a long time and your spouse uh, passed away. You never know when that season of romance will show up again. And uh, my grandfather uh, my dad's dad was 84 years old, and uh, he started dating, you know, my grandmother, they were married 60-some years, and for the last 20 years of their marriage, my grandpa couldn't drive at night. He couldn't see, and so they'd always, he would always make a point to be home after dark. Then grandma died, and uh, sometime after that, he started dating a lady there in Shinson. and it's amazing how his eyes got healed, and... Uh, <laughs> One night, uh, because back then I lived on Teacher Road and I lived across from him, and I kept looking and kept looking and kept looking. It's about 11 o'clock at night and he's not home and we had gotten maybe five, six inches of snow and uh, since he had been gone. And so I I knew where his girlfriend lived and I went over to Shinston and she lived in an apartment right on the main street. I seen his car sitting there, he had rear wheel drive back in the day and uh, you couldn't see any lights on in the apartment. And I thought, man, what am I going to do? And uh, so I beat on the door and I beat on the door and she opened the door and she had a little afghan around her and they had the TV on in there had no lights, curtains pulled, and I said, Pap, you plan on coming home? And uh, this is what he said, I'll never forget this. He said, young man, I am four times 21. I'll come home when I want to. And he was he was 84 years old. I said, I hope you got chains and you're able to put them on your back tires. He said, what I need chains for? I said, there's five or six inches of snow out there. He said, I didn't know that. I said, how would you know it at 11 o'clock at night with the curtains pulled, the blinds pulled down, and all the lights off? He said, mind your own business, young man, and take me home. (laughs) So you don't know when that love bug will bite you. And for some of the younger ones, uh, if you'll pay attention today, when you do enter into a marriage covenant, this will help you. Some of you, maybe your hearts are Hurting today because you've been through a divorce. So I don't make light of any of that. But I'm telling you, weeping may last for the night, but joy will come again in the morning. So uh, get rid of the guilt of your past. That's a whole nother message I'm working on for revival. Stand with me, will you please, for just a moment as I read the Word of God. Now I'm going to, give you some instruction here. I'm going to ask for your grace, okay? I'm going to ask that I not offend you. I'm going to ask that you not get mad at me and that you not judge me until you hear the whole message. Then if you want to crucify me, go ahead. Spiritual union I want to read out of Ephesians chapter 5, begin reading in verse 22. And I've, I've taken this serious this week, and I, I, just, I know it will help us if we want to be helped. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. Husbands, that is not a good place to say amen. <laughs> and I ask every man in the house that is married, look straight at me. Don't even crack a smile, okay? Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, but here it is, guys, as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Was that my brother in law I thought it was. You're not a very wise man. I always told my sister she didn't uh, she didn't marry the smartest one, but anyhow, all right. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with a washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives As their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself." And the wife see that she reverence her husband. Pastor Aaron, would you give the microphone to my lovely wife?
0: Dear Lord God, we thank you for your presence here this morning. God, we just want to pour our love out on you. God, with our words of worship. God, with receiving your word. God, you are so good to us. Lord, you God, you are holy. God, we need you more than the air that we breathe. Mm-hmm. God, you guide us. God, you you show us how to live life, God. and Lord, we so appreciate that. we love you so much. Mm-hmm. And God, we pray that you would speak through our pastor this morning. God that you would um, help us grow in you spiritually. God, we love you and we thank you for all that you've done and all that you're going to do. I pray for each soul. God, I pray that you would speak to each heart. Yes. God, draw us closer to you. God, I pray for souls to be saved. Lord, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. You may be seated. I think it's important to understand when, after reading this scripture, scripture that when dealing with husbands and wives, It's very important that we remember that God's instructions are never grievous. In fact, they are easy and light. God has never instructed, he's never given us any scripture that if we followed that scripture, it would hurt us. That's not the loving father that we have. In Matthew 11 and 28 said, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want you to be honest with me this morning. Excuse me. I want you to be honest with yourself this morning. How is your relationship with your spouse? How is your relationship with the one that you are dating? Is there room for improvement in that relationship? If we walk down the path that God has laid for each one of us throughout his word, if we do just what he says, what he asks of each one of us, I truly believe that we will experience the most loving and peaceful, the richest and the fullest life imaginable because God would never direct us in any other way. Do you hear me? Whether you are married or not, whether you are dating somebody or not, if you will walk down the path that God has guided for you in your life, you will live a life of abundance in every area. If you believe that, give God a great hand clap of praise. So I truly believe that if you are married and you walk down that path that God has as husband and wife, you will have double the blessing because of the companionship of each other but not only as the companionship of each other, but the companionship with the Lord. A three-chord strand is not easily broken. So when you look at the relationship of a man and a woman included with God Almighty, that is a three-chord strand that cannot be broken. Friend, you need God. As intimate as you become with God, as close as you become with God, that intimate will fall in your relationship. I believe that with all of my heart. The closer I get to God, the more I honor God, the closer I become with my wife and the more I'm able to honor her. If you believe that, give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. So verse 22, wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. That word submission is often misunderstood. It's a a very misunderstood word. Guys, it does not mean that your wife is a doormat. It does not mean that she's the slave of the house. Christ submitted his will to the Father So we honor Christ by following his his example. Christ came to this earth to give his life. In the garden, he said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But not my will, but your will, Father, be done. Submission. He submitted. He gave his life, Crystal. And what an example for you and for I, to follow the example of Christ. When we submit to God, we become more willing to obey his command to submit to others. One of our staff members came to me a, a few weeks back and back in the earlier part of the year, we talked about getting better and doing different things and this staff member came in my office and I can remember him sitting down on the couch and he, his eyes beaded up with tears and he said, Pastor, if I can't submit, to a man I can see? How can I submit to a God that I cannot see? Pastor, I'm here to grow and to learn. Tell me what I need to do better to be a better person. Can you imagine if we would all get our hearts that way with God and with each other and be concerned about one another? So when we submit to God, we become more willing to submit to others. Wives, this means willingly following her husband's leadership in Christ. Guys, how is your leadership today in Christ? Husbands, it means putting aside your own interest in order to care for your wife. I believe that's a process of growth. I believe looking back in my life as a younger man, a younger husband, a younger father, probably a lot of times I was more interested in my own interest. But the closer you become with God, God begins to fill you with a desire to be closer to do more for the people that you love, the people that's placed in your life. It seems like there comes a place, a shifting in time where my interests don't matter as much as somebody else's. That's spiritual growth. The wife is to walk in the spirit of submission, is what the Bible teaches us. Why? To submit. To God is God's will. And God instructed us. Wives, God instructed you to walk that way. Who are we to argue with God? Who are we to tell God, God, this this is not right? I don't want to be this way. Don't worry about that microphone. It'll be alright. The wife is to walk in the spirit of submission. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, but note the words, as to the Lord. Does not the Bible instruct us that everything we do, we should do it as unto the Lord? Is that the Bible? As to the Lord. When we do anything, we are to do it as to the Lord. Why? Why? Because he loves us. Because he loves you, that's why. The Lord has loved and given himself for us. He loved us. Therefore, we're to love him. This is always the first reason that we obey him. So he instructs us, ladies, wives, to be submissive to your husbands. 1 John 4 and 19, we love him because he first loved us. The Christian wife should have a spirit of love not a spirit of resentment, not of slavery, but of love. So the Christian wife obeys the Lord because she loves both the Lord, but she loves her husband. You love the Lord, ladies? Boy, oh boy, I'm in deep trouble up here today. Do you love the Lord, ladies? Do you love your husbands? (laughs) I'm going to talk to this bunch. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. All right, hold on. Somebody say, hold on. on. The husband (laughs) is the head of the wife. (laughs) I thought you'd like that. The word head in Scripture means it refers to authority, not being. Now, I said you got to wait. Okay, lady, your turn's coming. Neither man nor woman is superior to the other being. It's not what God is teaching us. Men and women are equal in God's eyes. There's an essential partnership between a man and between a woman. There's a partnership. Do you hear me? Neither is independent of the other. The relationship that exists between them has come from God. And the kind of relationship, the intimacy that I'm talking about, the spiritual union can only come from God through a man and a woman. Neither is independent of the other. And that relationship that exists comes between a man and a woman comes from God alone. I want you to listen. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 11 and 12. Nevertheless, neither is the man without woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. God created lines of authority. In order for his created world to function smoothly, there's got to be order no matter what, in a relationship, in a household, in a business, in a church, God has created lines of authority and people don't want to submit under any kind of authority. Do you hear what I'm saying? Even in a marriage, God created lines of authority. Each man and woman have unique gifts to strengthen the marriage and to glorify the Lord. So God sees both men and women as one, each as significant as the other. Galatians 3 Verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all of one in Christ Jesus. So when God, when God talks about a man being the head of the woman, he's not talking about ability. He's not talking about worth, competence. He's not talking about value, advantage. God is talking about Function and order within an organization. You want to have a great relationship and a great home. It will start with a spiritual union between man and woman, and man being the head and leading in Christ Jesus. And not only will it bring such a beautiful relationship with you and your spouse, it will overflow onto your children, and your children will learn how to be a father or a mother in Christ. We don't train up our children the way the Bible teaches us to walk in holy matrimony. We just walk them down the aisle and hope and pray that everything works out. It don't work out. It don't work out. You got to know the authority that God has placed and who he's placed it on. Every organization has to have a head for it to be operated in an efficient and orderly manner. And the husband, listen to this, the husband is the savior of the body just as Christ is the savior of the church. Christ is the great protector and he's the comforter of the church. So the husband is the protector and the comforter of the wife. My job is to protect her in every area. Sometimes I know it's hard for you to believe, but I can get cantankerous. And I can have a short little comeback and she can look at me and say, why did you act like that? And it melts my heart. Because not only am I supposed to protect her if a thief comes through the front door, I'm supposed to protect her from my own words and my own actions. Do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, guys, I know you're probably thinking now, now you're, you're beating on us. But listen, this thing is both ways. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Somebody put your hands together and bless the Lord. Amen. I love my wife. Not ashamed to, to say that. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Ephesians 5 and 25. Husbands, I want every lady in the house to say it's about time. Okay. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Husbands, love. Love your wives. It's Valentine's Day coming up. I went to Kroger's on Friday. And I'm, first of all, I want to make this clear. I'm smart enough to know better to give my wife's Valentine's presents to her in front of 700 people. Smart enough to do that, okay? But I did buy this with my own money. And uh, I want you to know I didn't, Church didn't pay for it, all right? And uh, so I'm not going to give my gifts to anybody but my wife, but this is not her Valentine's Day gift. I've already taken care of that. And so this is just a little bonus. And uh, honey, I want to give you some chocolate-covered strawberries because I know the key to your heart, baby. All right? You like that? How well do you like that? Well. All right, that's what I thought. Uh, uh. Chocolate-covered pretzels, no. All of you. You like chocolate-covered pretzels? How, how well do you like chocolate-covered pretzels? <laughs> Your beauty is so much greater than these flowers. You like your flowers? How well do you like your flowers? What's wrong, Lexi? Isn't that awesome? Is that what she really needs of me? Some of you guys will go in the store tomorrow and you're totally lost, you don't know what to get. And you'll grab something, you'll pick up a card. Let me tell you about a card. One time she wrote me a a card and I read it and did what all guys do after they read it. (laughs) Threw it away. Can I give you some pastoral advice? Ain't doing that never again. No, no, no. You keep them puppies till Jesus comes. You hear me? Is that what my wife really needs? And there's nothing wrong with Valentine's Day. That's not what she needs. If you're here today and your marriage is not great, you can buy all the flowers in the world. And the next day after Valentine's Day, your marriage will still not be great. This is just a bonus, do you hear me? The love which the husband is to have for his wife is the very love of God himself. It's called agape love, agape, selfless. An unselfish love, a love that is giving, that is sacrificial giving. Can I talk to the younger husbands in the house? Uh, This is what I notice, this is just what I notice. If I didn't tell you already, this is just what I notice. A lot of you are selfish with your time. My wife has a need for my time more than she does my flowers. I notice a lot of the younger guys that want to spend time with the guys. The guys ain't, ain't nothing like hanging out with my wife. You can read between the lines there. I'm trying to be nice. It's not only a love of affection. It's not only a love of feelings. It's a love of commitment. I commit myself to Leanne. And you make it easy. A gawpy love, I'm talking about a love that is a love that's more concerned about the other person than what you love and what your interest is in your own life. I take a bullet for her. lay down my life. I want you just to imagine if the husbands, if every husband in here loved his wife Selfless, giving, sacrificial. Where am I headed with this? If you loved your wife that way, your wife would be willing to submit and follow your spiritual leadership. She'd be willing to follow follow your authority as the head of the family. She'd be willing. If every wife in here said, my husband puts me first, like Christ put the church first, she wouldn't question you. She'd follow you. I know I'm right. Because it's God's word. Notice that the standard of the husband's love is the love of Christ for the church. Husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. And what? Gave himself for it. He emptied himself, Pastor Rita, of everything that he was. He gave it all. Sacrificed himself totally. Gave all that he was and all that he had for the church. That's the way I want God to teach us and we start a men's Bible study tomorrow night, maximize your manhood. This kind of love shows that just how dependent, how dependent the marriage is on the love of the husband. Do you hear me, guys? This kind of love that the Lord is teaching us shows how it depends upon the love of the husband. Where are the men of God, the husbands in America? What is the problem in America? It is the men have no idea how they're supposed to be men. And that's by the word of God. Very few wives would fail to follow that kind of a husband. Very few. Few wives would refuse to walk hand in hand with their man that loved them unselfish and sacrificial, said it's not about my interests, but it's about yours. This means that he is to nourish. So here's a startling statement in Ephesians 5 and 28. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies he that loveth his wife loveth himself. This means that he is to nourish and to cherish his wife as he does his own body. Stand, with me, please. Nourish means to feed, to clothe, to nurture, and to look after as long as she lives. Cherish. Means to hold dear within the heart. I I, I don't want to make this personal, but it I cherish you. I haven't said much lately, but when I was sick in the hospital, the hardest thing for me was the thought of leaving my wife. I love my kids, but they'll grow up and they'll move on, hopefully someday. (laughs) You don't know what tomorrow will bring. Am I right, Rosie? Or was Danny sick a couple, three weeks? 12 days. Diagnosed with brain tumor. 12 days later. I cherish my wife. You treat her with warmth and tenderness and care and affection and appreciation. I tell her all the time, I love you. I appreciate you. Every meal she cooks, I appreciate you. Thank you. I got a long way to go, but I'm working on it meaning to become one body, one flesh, one set of bones. Does the word say that we're bone of bone and flesh of flesh? We're one. Both, you you gotta hear this or you'll miss the whole message. Both the husband and the wife have to be willing. Gotta be willing. If one is willing and the other one is not, it's not going nowhere. You both gotta agree. Hey, we got some work to do. We got some work to do. I can remember Pastor Wright preaching at a marriage conference we had at Stonewall over 20 years ago. He said something about thrills, romance, and adventure. Anybody remember that? Thrills, romance, and adventure. That's what God wants for us in our marriage. Every head bowed and every eye closed, please. I just said that both have to be willing, Ephesians 5 and 21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Marriage is a spiritual union that can only be brought by God and God alone. And the more you become intimate with God, the more intimacy will fall in your relationship with you and your spouse. The Christian home is not to have two partners, but to have three, the husband, the wife, and Christ. Have you left Christ out? Young people that are looking to marry, I pray this word has been sowed into your heart, in good soil, and you walk that journey. I'm going to ask you all around the room. I'm going to ask married couples. Could you use some work in your marriage? Raise your hand. Be honest. Pastor Kerry, I want you to start this thing softly, would you? Maybe you're not even here today with your spouse and you raise your hand. I'm gonna ask you to take a step toward the, the altar and come. I want my wife to come and stand with me. Couples, come. Singles, come. Maybe you're in a relationship and you're dating. Maybe you're engaged, come. Come to the altar and pray. Come, kneel down, bow, stand, come, come. God can do a new work. He is right now. I see I see people crying coming down the aisles. God can do a new thing. He can breathe newness in your relationship. Depends on how bad you want it. Nothing changed. You do the same thing over and over and over again and expect change. Never happen. Never happen. Come. Heavenly Father, I believe there's a something moving in the Spirit here right now. Lord, I'm asking you, God, to breathe fresh, fresh Holy Spirit. Breathe on every relationship, not only those that are at this altar, but all across this sanctuary, God. Lord I don't need to I don't know the need and I don't need to know the need but Holy Spirit you know all things and I pray God right now that you begin to work in every relationship not only here but across live stream and television Lord I pray for a newness I pray for any pain of the past that's in our memories to be washed away Let it go, church. Let it go, today is a brand new day. You'll never move forward until you let the past go. If you need to ask your spouse to forgive you this morning, you ask them, right where you're at. You ask them to forgive you. And if you're the one that's being asked, then you need to leave it alone and don't bring it up. Give it to the Lord. Walk away today with a spiritual union like you've never had before. And I didn't plan on saying this, but I'm going to, and you need to hear me, young people. If you're in a relationship with somebody that is not committed to God, the Bible said that is unequally yoked and you are bringing on trouble before the relationship, before you ever say your vows, you're already in trouble. You need to wait on the Lord because next to accepting Jesus, saying a vow of marriage is the most important thing you've ever done. Trust God. Trust God. Every head up and every eye open, Anybody in the house today, your heart's not ready to meet the Lord. I want you, I'm not going to come to you, I'm not going to embarrass you. But today, you want Christ in your life. You want to submit yourself and give your life to Christ. Slip your hand up high, right where you're at. I see your hand, sir. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. I want you to pray this prayer with me, sir. Pray it out loud. Don't be ashamed. Dear God, today, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And from this day forward, I'll live my life for you. In Jesus' name I pray, and amen. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. there was a man and you know who i'm talking about came in my office this morning sir and he said my friend's coming pray for him that's what friendship is all about you lifted him up you sowed the seed that we've been talking about and today you receive a harvest can we for 30 seconds give god a hand clap and a shout of praise Thank you for
0: listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m.